Folks, it's time to suit up again for another episode of The Soul Sessions. I'm your host, Soul, but with me today, he may be a part of some outlaw and outriders in the pack, but he is Nathan Oliver. Welcome to the show, pal. Hello, nice to see you, Zolt. Hey, pleasure to have you here, my friend. But what I do, Nathan, with every guest, you know, every guest has a story and every story has a beginning. I want to know, how did your story begin as a wrestling fan? Uh, so, I think it basically just started, the first time I remember seeing any sort of wrestling was Smackdown, Here Comes the Pain. Ooh. I remember... I remember seeing my cousin play that, and then I think it just started my cousin trying wrestling moves on me in, in the back door in, in the bedroom. Took umpteen pile drivers on laminate flooring. Oh, no, no, the laminate flooring, <laughs> but oh, That's how it started. Oh, I'm feeling bad for the laminate flooring. <laughs> see me. I mean, oh, God, I mean, I would have thought on some nice lumber, you know, maybe a bit of mahogany wood, but I'm not. Warren, man. My, my, my auntie's living room, that was the that was the arena. Oh, God, mate. Jesus Christ. Get that as an exclusive arena and fight forever or, you know, the- <laughs> that will be a stunning thing. Bob, you mentioned the video games there, and I've had some wrestlers on, and they mentioned how they too got into the wrestling through the video games. Yeah. And I feel like they are very special because, you know, it's another avenue into the crazy world of professional wrestling. Definitely. You come the pain. I've heard people say that's the best wrestling game ever. It's the ultimate champ. I want to know, do you agree that Here Come the Pain is the I, best game? I agree in two parts. So I think it's the best of the arcade games. So the best of the over-the-top arcade games. My favourite of the like simulation games is 19. Mm. Good. I, Good. I've sunk about a thousand hours into universe mode on that game. I played it so much. Lockdown, that was, that was all I've done. Oh, absolutely. I mean, universe mode. I mean, I love, I love universe mode, just making the craziest things I can get. Have you got like uh, a, a go-to? Do you make bring back ECW? Do you bring back WCW or do you make kind of do? Uh, I, I kind of mix like I'll have like right now on 2K23. I've got an WWE and AEW running parallel on Universe mode. Ooh, so I kind of I jump between both shows and then sometimes there's a wee crossover. <laughs> All right, I need ideal world. Champion. Who's your champion? Uh, I think on on Raw. I think it's Drew. Good. Uh, I think Drew's got the the WWE title and Cody's on SmackDown with the with the World Heavyweight. Mm. So I've got it the old way it used to be when I was growing up. It was Raw had the WWE title and SmackDown had the World Heavyweight. That's how I remember it. Very good, very good. And what about AEW? I mean, is it MJF? Uh, like M- M- MJF is MJF still has the title. MJF's he's he's the best thing on AEW right now. <laughs> Hey, he absolutely is. Maybe the salt of the earth and our scumbag, but he is definitely <laughs> right now. But obviously, you know, we're right now with the 2K series, I think we're, it's 2K23, right? The one we're on. Ah, 23. So obviously we're going to get 24 in the future. And I want to know from yourself, Nathan, what features do you want to see added into 24? Uh, I, don't know, I feel that everything that needs to get added is stuff that used to be in the games and needs to come back. Okay. okay. Uh, I know they, they brought back GM mode, but it's not really as good as it used to be. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I just like to see them fix the game. <laughs> it's a bit, it's a bit broken and buggy these days. Stuff just doesn't really work out. I mean, it's no two K twenty. We can be very. Oh no! I, <laughs> I, I, I played the, I played the full year of that. To be fair, I gave it the year. But <laughs> I paid the money for the game. I wasn't going to. Hey, I was thinking, you drop that sixty quid on it. Yeah, get your money's worth. <laughs> have to get your money for one hundred percent. But, you know, obviously with these kind of games and gaming in general, we can get, you know, collector editions, special editions. 
And I had a guest on, it was Rob Stowe, and he mentioned he would love to see a Bray Wyatt Honorable Collector edition with like a uh, that'd be cool. What about yourself, Nathan? Would you like to see that, or was there oh. another kind of collector edition? I'd, I'd like to see that. I don't really fork out the money for collector's edition, but it's something I'd probably consider getting. Mm. Especially no. if. No, no, especially no, no, no. since he's passed. It's like, especially since he's passed, it's just something that would be nice to see. Like if they did like a showcase mode or something, have all his best moments. Oh yeah, absolutely. A showcase for Bray would be exceptional. I want to know for yourself. Maybe you have to pick three matches that are integral and need to be a part of a Bray Wyatt showcase mode. Which one? Um, I mean, this this the Cena one, uh, WrestleMania thirty, and the Firefly Funhouse would need to be there in some capacity. So I can guess mm-hmm. that can count as two, and then the. The, the Daniel Bryan match in the steel cage. I know that's not really a Bray moment, but you could do it in the terms of that. It was just, like, had the like, so much stuff for Bray. Mm. Under, the Undertaker match was good, but Bray didn't really win a lot of these big matches. It's not. That's <laughs> why the things. It's, it's, it's going to be hard to do a showcase for him. It would need to be like you're re- rewriting the history and Bray goes over. Oh, I mean, we had the one with Cena where he was saying his wrongs. Maybe that. Maybe we could get maybe like something original, like an original story. Maybe that would uh, that'd be good. That would be the minds going, and I know people's wallets are going to be opened up, and they're going to get <laughs> announced. You'll be losing cash on the fly. Oh, aye. but obviously, you know, Bray sadly passing as well. I mean, it's yep. a shock, absolute shock. And whenever when I saw the news, and I just thought it was some random account posting, you know, their fake stuff as well. But just nah, that's um, I mean, with Bray, I wonder for yourself, Nathan, what do you think Bray's you know, effect on the business will be remembered as five, ten years in the future. Just being probably the most creative wrestler to ever live. Everything he came up with was just amazing. Always had some sort of lore hidden behind it. Like he was teasing the fiend when he was in NXT in twenty fourteen stuff. Yeah. Like he just he always had something in his back pocket ready to be on TV the next week. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just a uh, True shame, dude. And I know obviously WWE released like a legacy, you know, um, outfit and um, t-shirt line for him. That oh, I, I seen that. I mean, that's that's cool itself. But is there any sort of like maybe previous Bray Wyatt merch you would love to see come back in this collection, Nathan? Um, I I, I, I kind of like to get a fiend mask. I'm not really too big on collecting stuff. Like I've, I've got a couple of belts that I bought, and I'd, I'd, I I kind of I'd like to have one of the good fiend masks if they were going to bring stuff back. Oh yeah, no, that that'd be great. So I mean, you you wouldn't fork out the money for that fiend belt universal title, no, the big. Fiend. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if I'd spend the money on that. They were like they were they were close to like two grand when they came out. That's a, that's a mortgage, mate. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. You can you might be out in the street, but you've got that nice funky strap over your shoulder. Doable <laughs> thing, my friend. Uh, I was I was told that from my my mum and my girlfriend that I wasn't even going to take any of my belts to Wembley. I went to AEW. Oh, they were told you're, you're not walking about London with, with wrestling belts, and I was like, "How no? Come on!" It's <laughs> a prime opportunity. This is <laughs> oh. but I mean, you didn't buy one there because I bought. I bought the. If you can see behind me, I bought the TNT when I was. There. Oh, I, uh, no, I was. I was skint. <laughs> the money just just getting there and uh, stuff around there was was expensive enough. There was yeah. a there was a brilliant show. It was one of the best wrestling experiences I've ever had. Oh, no, we're definitely going to talk about it. But obviously, yeah, the stuff down there, I mean, it was ten fifty a pint in Wembley. My wallet, I'm pretty sure my bank thinks I'm up to I, I'll, I'll remember this till the day I die. It was, we, we, it was, we'd left during the match, to, me and my friend, we'd left during the match to go and get beers. 
and, we, and the guy was, he was like, oh, as a combo deal, you get four beers and two hot dogs, and I was like, oh, we'll just, we'll just take that. Surely it's not, it's not going to be that expensive. The guys pulled the, he took four cans of Budweiser and pulled them into cups. It wasn't even as they were on draft or anything. Pulled the four cans, and then the hot dogs have came out. My pal took a bite of the hot dog, and the guy went, oh, there's there's the card machine, forty pound. <laughs> If he hadn't took a bastards. if he hadn't took a bite of the hot dog, I'd have been like, "Fuck off, and take them back." I'm not paying that. <laughs> I was well worth it. Well worth it. The show was the show was fantastic. Indeed, it was, my friend. Honestly, it, I was there as well, and I I just truly, truly loved it. I want to know Nathan when obviously Allen was announced, and knowing that this was basically AW's first venture over here to our little island here. As a fan, and obviously now, obviously a Scottish wrestler, that must have taken, been like a oh shit, this is a big moment, right? Oh yeah, I, I was like, I need to be there in some, I need to be there in some way. I was like, we'll sit outside the building as long as we're there, because <laughs> our tickets, our tickets were not the best. We we were way way up the back. The tickets were twenty seven pound, so oh. we got we got the cheapo tickets like quite last minute. We bought our tickets in May. Oh right. So we got we got kind of last minute. We was like we need to go, but we were we were kind of on edge about it, and then we were like, All right, we're gone, we're gone, we're definitely gone. This is going to sell it. <laughs> so, how was the accommodation for you as well? Was that a bit of a pain? <laughs> the comedy, uh, honestly, I want my, my pals against it. Next year, we want to go again. I want to stay in the hotel just because how easy it was to get to the arena. Mm. But the hotel was horrible. <laughs> uh, we it was a one bedroom. It was just me and my pal. One bedroom, one bed. We just kind of had to deal with it. We, the, we didn't have the money to fork out for expensive, nice accommodation. <laughs> oh, I hear you there, mate. I mean, I was I was at WrestleMania 39 this year, and we were at, me and my mates were in the airport, and it was during the Dynamite when All In was announced. And we just looked right. at each other. Yeah, we were looking at each other, and we were like, right, travel lodge right now. Just get that. <laughs> Don't give a shit about the tickets. Get the accommodation. Right. And it was literally like maybe 10 minutes before we get on the plane, secured, and we were happy. I mean... Yeah, it was just honestly a truly phenomenal event. So I got to know Nathan, favourite match of the night? Uh, MJF and Adam Cole, just for the, there was, I, I, it had such good, the, the bit where it went to the time of a draw and MJF just started screaming that we're going to continue until there was a winner. That was the loudest pop of the night. <laughs> oh, yeah, truly, truly a beautiful moment. But obviously Nathan, obviously, all in as well, there was maybe a bit that was overshadowing the event as well, maybe about a little CM Philly. <laughs> Yeah. I gotta know as a fan sitting in the arena when you first heard that news. Do you think, oh, this is this is um, this is bullshit? This is just fake. And then when it proceeded. You must have been a bit like, really. Well, but as soon as like it was starting to like fly around, it was like I think it was the match or two after Punk's match. We kind of were like we'd, we'd scrolled on Twitter to be able to see like everybody's reaction, and then we saw uh, CM Punk and Jack Perry reportedly in a backstage fight. Me and my pal just started laughing. <laughs> we, just found it, we just found it really funny. And then the mail that comes out about it is over using fake or real glass. It's like, it's not that big of a deal. Surely he's that they need to fight. <laughs> hey, you know, punk, Punk's going to be Punk. I mean, obviously, in the end, it did lead to him being shown the door and kicked out. By uh, the I was really surprised about that. Really? Do you think maybe it would have been all worked out? But... Now they took this action. I just, I feel like he, he must, he must have been making so much money for AEW that there must have been more stuff going on backstage for them to get kicked out. Mm. It must have, must have been politicking a wee bit and try to, 
do some extra shit because he must have been making them a fortune. Oh, absolutely, indeed. I mean, I bet that he was trying to introduce like a straight, straight edge things like no beer, nothing. <laughs> FDR, like, what the fuck, man? Come on, let's see that. And, and like, now, obviously, people are like, oh, Survivor Series coming up. It's Chicago. Punk's obviously coming back. And I'm just like, piss off. I'm, I mean, I'd, I'd like to see it. Really? I'd like to see it. Do you want to think he's going to be in the War Games match? You know, I don't, think, I, I don't think he's I don't think he's going to be there. It's why they hang so. I'll need to see it to believe it. But if he goes there, it'll be, I think it'll be interesting. Hmm. It would probably set the internet on fire again. Oh, hundred percent. He's he's good for that. <laughs> he is indeed. He's a bit of a trolley bastard, but he loves. Well, you did mention MGF, big fan of his, and as we were recording, full gears tonight. Him, yes. Ah, uh, I'm excited for that. I do want to know though, not obviously who's going to win the match, because obviously it will be the skin of the earth. Uh, there's the devil that seems to be lurking in the background. I've, I have no idea who it could be. Yeah. There's so there's so many people that it could be. People are saying that it's like it's going to turn it to be Brett Baker or something. Like, there's just so many theories. Ah, just make it serpent go. Ah, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. That'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the old internet community will, will be happy with that as well. But obviously, with AEW, they have Ring of Honor as well. You know, Eddie Kings yeah. is defending his title on Zero Hour against Jay White. There's all the mm-hmm. tag titles, MGF against the guns, and a mysterious partner of MGF's choosing. And I remember when. Uh, Tony Khan announced, you know, Ring of Honor is being acquired and being a part of this. And it was a big celebration. Like, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And then some people have had that negative viewpoint towards it. I want to know for yourself, Nathan, do you think the Ring of Honor deal has been a benefit or maybe a bit of a misfire? I think it's been a benefit in the fact of, like, it's kept Ring of Honor there and alive, but I don't think it's really done much. It's just basically they swapped to AEW Dark for Ring of Honor and then gave it some titles. Yeah, very true indeed. I mean... But- no, like M- MGF going down and like, well, let me say going down, he won the titles at Wembley, obviously, but MGF and Adam Cole winning the belts, and then Eddie Kingston, obviously, is one of the best around these days, just promo wise and wrestling wise. Uh, there's stuff there that is definitely good, but I feel like they need to start using Ring of Honor on main TV a wee bit as well. Like, start bringing, like, especially like, uh, Athena being the Ring of Honor Women's Champion, and she's just never, was never like, defended it on TV really or anything. She yeah. should be on TV every week with that belt. I've seen Athena's promos on like the Ring of Honor Instagram, and honestly, it's just so enjoyable. You know, her and previous guests of the show, Billy Stark, is absolutely killing it with the minion stuff as well. It's it's a bit annoying because she is doing excellent stuff and not getting to feature on a big TV thing like Dynamite. It's, it's just a true shame. But I mean, yeah. if you had to pick who to dethrone Athena, do you think Billy Starks is the best choice, or is there somebody else in mind? Billy Starks would be a really good choice, definitely. I'm not really keeping up with Ring of Honor too much, but I've seen like their clips on Instagram and the occasional match that I'll watch and pay attention to because they're like the, the main people to, to watch on it. But I, I definitely have a good choice. Hey, I definitely say Tony can book it, my friend. Get that thing <laughs> rolling. But obviously, coming back to good old Scotland, the land yep. of the always no sunny and. <laughs> you obviously yourself would get into the squared circle as well. So I want to know, Nathan, what was that journey like, pal? Uh, so I started training in 2017. So I was I was 14 when I started. Uh, I went to I went to Souls Wrestling. Obviously they've since shut down. And, uh, but I went there when I was 14, and uh, it was the beginners intake class that I done. Like a, like a eight week block, and then got moved into proper classes. But I'd always like I'd always loved wrestling. And knew it was something I wanted to do, and then it was transitioning from in back doors and 
laminate floor living rooms to actually wrestling in, in a ring. And a group of pals, we, we wrestled in back doors and stuff. And we were, I was the dafty that was going through bits of plywood and getting hit with metal sh- like frying pans and stuff. And then I was like, he's, I was like, Mon, Mon, come date with me. There's, there's a place we can go and actually train. And they're like, no, no, we're not doing it. So it was, I, I went myself. Fair dues, pal. I mean, you're doing so many things now. So you, you know, you're mostly focusing with community pro wrestling. Yeah, uh, yeah. On the show, and Ravi's built something amazing there. So I want to know what was it that about community pro that drew you there in the first place? So, uh, I'd when I was at Source, I'd done a shoulder injury, so I took a hip toss and landed with my arm behind my back like that, mm. and it kind of it done something to my shoulder. And then the next week at training, we were doing fireman's carry takeovers through the person, shoulder popped out and dislocated. So that was right before lockdown. So I took, I was already away for a while and then lockdown hit. And I would, it took me until the end of 2022 there to actually go back to training. Cause I've seen Ravey had opened that scene. I followed him on TikTok just cause it was, it was funny. And then <laughs> I seen they started a wrestling school and I was like, oh, well, that's, that's a bit closer to me than Source. Source was a, an absolute trek away for me. It was two buses and a train and there are two buses and two trains basically most times because trains were unreliable so I had to get there on time and then I was like I'll try that that's, that's way easier to get to and it's something new can kind of start for the ground up again and then I didn't really get a chance to start for the ground up uh, I told Ravi that I had some experience I think in that second week I was there I was in a training match and he was kind of like oh, you've, got, you've got something you can you get something you can build on mm. so it was just it was something fresh I wanted to try new Right, good to see my friend. And obviously, you know, Ravi's built something very special with Community Pro. You know, I remember when I had them on, he talked about just the environment and, you know, he's proud of what it is and especially the children class as well that he's developed there as well. Yep. If I want to use yourself, Nathan, what piece of advice from Ravi Davey have you really held on to? It's just keep working hard at wrestling. Like, be there as much as you can and try your best. Like, there's always something you'll be able to do no matter what. Mm. Like, uh, with, with the trainees that are, a lot of the trainees now that are, own like shows there's like there's a big group of us that have moved up in our own shows regularly now we were there every week ring crew for shows setting the ring up doing security there's uh, just doing, like, even doing the music for entrances and stuff so it's just kind of you just need to get your foot in the door and help out absolutely as well you've got to take that chance because you never know where it could lead to you yep. and obviously you are part of the pack and i've had one member of the pack on already a renegade rex yeah that he told his story but i wonder for yourself the pack formation What's your side of the story, my friend? So, just uh, they they were already kind of doing stuff, and then in a show in Dalmelington, it was the Pack versus the Govan team. It was JTT, Rex, and Draven against Xander, Steg, and Ravy. Mm-hmm. I just thought maybe they need some help. Pulled on the Pack T-shirt, went out and get a horn. I might have got RKO'd off a Magic Dave or ring announcer, but <laughs> it got me a spot in the group. <laughs> Hey, very good. You got your foot in there. Now you're part of the the pack family, indeed. Yeah. Okay. You know, I feel like you need some gold around your waist, fellas. I think that's what you need. Yeah. mentioned tag titles are looking to be coming to CPW. Yeah. So I want to know, Nathan, say if you did get these tag titles, and say maybe you got to pick. Oh, I want I want them to look a certain way. I want them to look like a tag title that I think looks glorious. Which design? Would you like to see these CPW titles? Mm. See, I'm a, I'm a big fan of the see like the 2006 Raw tag titles, the ones that um, 
Cena and HBK won them. I remember remember them winning it before the WrestleMania match. I'm a big fan of them. If you could look mm. something like them, I'd be happy. Mm, very good, very good indeed. I mean, those red ones, oof. beautiful. Nah. I, will a, I will have a replica of them, but the money is too tight right now. <laughs> In the back pocket. Nah. Obviously, you know, the pack is a four-man group as well. Maybe we could see a trios title. Would you like to see maybe trios titles be introduced to CPW? Well, there's a lot of trio. There's a lot of trios matches in CPW these days. There's usually a lot of three-man teams against the governed team, and then people just kind of join up. It would, it would be good to see, but it's more of a common thing in wrestling these days to have a trios championship. So there's a lot of factions in CPW that could probably use it. I. Oh, that could definitely work. But obviously, we've seen with you know Ring of Honor and AW, they have their tags and trios, and some fans will say you know you can only really focus on one or the other. Do you think you know? Tags and trios can coexist within a company. De- definitely, it just you you can have as many titles. You just need to actually make the time and make them important. Is is wrestling is it, it's easy when it boils down. You need to give a group of people a reason to fight each other and let them fight. Mm. Yeah. Very true indeed. I mean, we just got to fight, get the gold, have a good old time. Maybe a few quick beers afterwards. Ah, exactly. <laughs> but also, you know, with Scotland as well. We're really thriving with our wrestling at the moment. You know, we've got ICW, um, formerly FPWA, now Pro Wrestling Ready. They're doing great stuff as well. Community Pro, yes. Pro 2. But obviously, there's a new company starting up here that we've had on called Bleeding Gums Wrestling, which is focusedly exclusively on the deathmatch scene. Oh, I've, I've not seen much for them. I want to know for yourself, Nathan. You've mentioned, you know, you, you're a good man who likes to hit the laminate floor in. Would that ever be something that would interest you? Hundred percent. I'd like to. I'd like to, to step my foot into that. Ooh, I, I grew. I grew up wrestling in the back doors and stuff. And we 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 done all that stupid stuff. <laughs> well, the pack in bleeding gums wrestling would be a very very uh, interesting thing to see. But I want to know. Obviously, there's many weapons that could be used there: trash can lids, you know, you know, many other things as well. Barbed wire, your old kendo sticks, maybe your P forty five as well, just for sure. <laughs> Oh, I know, when you have to pick some weapons to bring into a deathmatch kind of environment, which ones would you love to bring in? So uh, I'm, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan of the thumbtack bump. I'd love to love to get some thumbtacks in the ring. Maybe uh, steel chair kendo stick. That's, that's kind of the, the classics. You can't go wrong with them. I don't know. If they, don't know. I don't know. Thumbtacks are the classics, but <laughs> well, I mean, I could just imagine you've done the thing, coming coming back, and then just everyone just seeing you just absolutely riddled to shit. And be like, yeah, it just did work, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and I'll date, and I'll date the office. <laughs> fashionable, fashionable, my friend. <laughs> heading a bit down south as well. You know, you've got Red Pro, Progress, Right Cabaret, many other great promotions going on down there. And obviously, we did talk about All In as well. But I want to know from your point of view as a wrestler, seeing like that big flux of fans just you know descending upon London for that event. What was that like just to see so many wrestling fans out and about? Oh, it, was, it was amazing. Literally, you couldn't walk a corner of the street without seeing a wrestling t-shirt, hearing somebody shout a wrestling name. Uh, my pal Andrew will be listening to this and he can attest to this. We were in a Weatherspoons. We were sitting outside the Weatherspoons in the wee beer garden, but there was a guy inside the building every five minutes was just shouting, Whose house? And everybody was shouting Swell's house back at him. It was brilliant. <laughs> Oh, you you love to see it, obviously. The fans are kind of like the life and blood of this business. hundred oh, well. percent. You don't have, you know, what we've built. And obviously, WWE have recently released like their Vlad Superfan documentary, which detailed Vlad's journey of being a yep. superfan from the early eighties to ongoing now. I don't know from yourself, David, what 
is there a fan story that you look back on and think that is just memorable? Uh, I'm a big, I'm a big uh, Brian Danielson fan, so it always goes back to the corner of the crusher. Like that video when it came out, it's heartbreaking, but it's it's mm. a, a brilliant video to just it shows how good wrestling can be towards people, have such a good effect on people. Yeah, man, honestly, true. I mean, that is a very memorable thing as well. Obviously, when Brian won the titles at 30, you know, Connor was yeah. at ringside as well and came to celebrate. I mean, it's just it really does show you that wrestling. It's not like you know the MCU or some other pitch like that. It does get you, and you have that personal connection. Hundred percent, because they're they're real people at the end of the day. doing a real thing, yeah. so you have that personal connection. Like you're not going to see Iron Man walking in the street or something. No, 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 definitely. Unless you're in Disneyland or something, because uh, they're going to be there now. I mean, <laughs> imagine if WWE was acquired by Disney now. I mean, heck, you could have a John Cena meet and greet. I mean, you have a line, but uh, <laughs> I'd probably wait. I'd probably wait in that line. Ah, I think many people would. I mean, you know, I'll have to shut down the park by 2 a.m. or something. Like that. <laughs> but obviously as well, you know, WrestleMania might be coming here to the UK. And I'm, look, I'm a sucker. I just want it in Scotland. I don't want traveling eight hours by train. I don't want to have to yep. on the hassle. I don't want to deal with the beer prices. <laughs> you have to pick a location for it. Where would you like WrestleMania to be held in the UK? Uh, Scotland, Scotland, obviously. But I, I, honestly, I wouldn't mind Wembley again. Wembley was just... It's such a beautiful venue. Mm-hmm. I think they could do a really nice setup in there because they, as good as AEW is, the stage was a bit boring, and it was like because it was flo- it was a floor level stage for a stadium show. They should have had them on a big platform. Mm-hmm. As I'd like to see a WrestleMania level stage in Wembley. Well, let, let's get your creative hat on. You know, create an arena, my friend. I want you to. <laughs> All in next year, what would you like to see the stage look like? Have you got a design in mind? Would you like well, or fireworks? For, what? First thing that comes to mind is uh, the the WrestleMania that they did in New York, where they had like the the, the, the bridge with the Empire State Building and stuff. You could do something like that, and with, like London Bridge or something. Ooh, but, yeah. but that'd, be, that'd be quite cool. Maybe have have like, London Eye or something on it in some way. Um, I'm kind of like. The, the mania where the Hardys came back, you know, they had that big circle. Oh, that big roller coaster. Uh, oh, Tony Khan's going to have to fork out a budget for that, mate. I mean, uh, he, he should already be paying for final countdowns. If he pays for final countdown, it's fine. <laughs> that was the one thing I was disappointed about. Brian got injured. I was waiting for that. Yeah, I mean, I would have loved to have seen this final countdown and let the UK crowd go off their nuts for that. Yeah. Obviously, Brian next year will be entering the final year, you know, as a wrestler as well, which yep. is. A shame, but historic as well for the man. He's done so much. And if he does have a match at all in, I'm just please hoping, please for the love of God, who would you like to have his opponent be in the UK? Ideally, Nigel McGuinness would be the best answer. But it doesn't look, I don't know if that's possible. Nigel McGuinness posted a picture before all in in wrestling gear saying what could have been or something. I remember that, so maybe that was the plan, but I don't know. That's ideally what you'd like to see. I, I would like to say, I mean, maybe McGuinness will just pull off some magic, like Delphs will attack Brian, and that's like the, the finish or something like that. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but would you like Nigel to get the win on this? Because obviously Brian beat him before in Ring of Honor for the pure and world title. I think, I think Brian's the type of person that would want to go on his back. Like, put, I don't exactly put somebody over, because Nigel McGuinness doesn't exactly need a winner for Brian Danielson to be popular, but... I feel like it would be, it'd be, it'd be really good to see Nigel McGuinness get a win in Wembley if it was going to be there. Yeah, I mean, 
he, he the man deserves it as well. He's truly a very underrated wrestler yeah. himself. But I want to know as well. Obviously, there's many other great wrestlers within AEW, and all in next year they do like to say it'll be the greatest show and all that. If you had to book three more matches, my friend, for that card, who would you like to see on it? If if the MJF Adam Cole storyline is going to keep being as good as it has been when Adam Cole comes back for injury, I'd like to maybe see them run it back and maybe Adam Cole wins. Ooh. Okay. Uh, okay. Punk, uh, not no punk. Sorry, some more Joe and Eddie Kingston would be good in a main stage like that. Like, let it, just give them like give them like twenty five minutes, just battle shit to each other. <laughs> Damn, banger that, my friend. And one more, I gotta know. Final one. Selfishly, uh, give me the give me the Edge and Christian retirement match there. <laughs> that's that's what, I, that's what I'd love to see. I've all my years I've uh, gone to like live events. I've never seen Edge wrestle live, which is something I'm quite upset about. So if we can, if if we're gonna have it, there in Wembley. <laughs> Oh. Well, hey, you've got your chance, my friend. Obviously, he's in the company right now yep. as well. We talk that you know it's going to be him staying Darby against Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne tonight on Full Gear. Yep. With that story of Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage, do you feel like their story ending against one another is the logical way to go, or would you think ending as a tag team would be the best? Way? It's, it's my only problem is I don't know who they would face because I feel that the I don't really want. To see them against the Hardys because it might ruin my childhood a wee bit because oh, the, the Hardys haven't really been doing the doing the best work on TV recently. But if mm. if they can pull a great match out of each other, I'd love to see it. Obviously, that's the way it should happen. But Edge and Christian a singles match will a hundred percent be good. Mm. There's no chance of that going wrong. The beef still really good in the ring. Christian maybe a wee bit in wee bit of an edge on him. Hey, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Would you would you love to see them win the gold as well of an AEW? I get it'd, it'd be good to see because um, AEW's tag division kind of does need like a like a big name injected in it to maybe get a wee bit of revival. Mm. Hey, fair dues indeed. I mean, obviously Ricky Starks and you know Big Bill are currently <laughs> there. Yeah. Who knows what will happen within the crazy world of professional wrestling? But anything, anything hey. can happen. Anything indeed, but obviously, if you did mention you're a fan of universe mode, and obviously, with universe mode, you kind of get to pick the winners and the losers. So, let's go through the AEW full gear card okay. tonight. And I want you to get your booking hat on, my friend. Right. And I want to know who you think will be winning and who you think will be losing. So, let's start off first with good old zero hour because you have to include it, it is a part yep. of the show, whatever fans will say. Obviously, we've got Eddie Kingston versus Jay Lethal for the Ring of Honor World Championship. I want to know who do you think is going to win this match, buddy? I think Eddie Kingston should, but Eddie Kingston should win. Jay Lethal's Jay Lethal's obviously really big in Ring of Honor history for being a champion, but Eddie Kingston's just he's he's the best thing going there, isn't it? Hey, fair dues indeed. And obviously, there's also a hell of a matchup: Buddy Matthews versus Claudio Castagnoli. That'll be good. That will be good. Who's going to win it? I, I, I can see, I can see either of them winning because obviously they're kind of they're, they're in the Blackpool Combat Club and House of Black feud. So I, I, I'd like to see Buddy Matthews win. I feel like he's not really had much thrown his way. Usually, kind of stuck to trios matches that he seems to be taking like the most devastating move in it and getting knocked out. Well, it's going to be an absolute pounder. Yeah, hundred percent. But obviously, finally for Zero Hour, MGF and a mysterious partner versus the Guns for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. Surely MGF and his partner, 
well, very good choice there indeed. But who is the partner? Do you think it's Joe? Uh, I think it. I think it could be. And then they're kind of they're button heads over the title eventually. Mm. Maybe yeah. Joe. Maybe Joe, Joe could actually. Joe could if Joe was the partner, it could cost him the Ring of Honor titles. That would probably be a, a good way to do it. Oh, look at you pulling out the old swirler. <laughs> God damn you, man. God damn you, indeed. Now, the main card as well, we have the TBS Championship, Julia Hart versus Sky Blue, and the champion, Chris Statlander. Do you think this is Chris Statlander's time to continue on as champion, or someone else going to take it off her butt? Uh, I think Chris Statlander should, should continue. I, I think should. There's not really much else you can do unless, like, but the only other people that can really compete are, like, people like Britt Baker and... I would love to see Hikara Shida get more more notice in AEW. Mm, very interesting point as well, because obviously Shida is versing Timeless Tony Storm for her Women's Championship tonight as well. Uh, Do you think with the rise that Tony Storm has had as this Timeless version of herself, she's going to take it off, Shida? Uh, I don't know. I, th- I think Hikara Shida should keep it. She, she's one of the best wrestlers in the company, 100%, I think. Right, absolutely. I mean, who knows with... Ronda Rousey, who knows, we can maybe get Sheeta versus Rousey just to piss off the internet community. Because, I, yeah, yeah, I've seen, I seen, seen something from Ring of Honor this morning. So yeah. I, don't... I, I also thought I was still dreaming when I saw that. I was like, oh, I'm still dreaming. Cool, let's put that down. Because I, I remember, i seen a clip for her on, I can't remember what the show was, but she was wrestling Athena, and somebody gave her the most lethal German suplex I've ever seen in my life. Oh, Ronda yeah. landed like, directly on the top of her head. Well, maybe... Maybe she's actually here to wrestle. <laughs> it was the Revolver show, previous guest of the show, Billy Starks delivered that. So, I mean, That's your hobby, okay. I've just, seen, I've just seen the two-second clip. <laughs> hey, whenever my guests succeed, I always am happy. I'm happy with that. But obviously as well, Orange Cassidy, John Moxley 2 for the International Championship. Now, obviously this had a bit of a derail with John Moxley, you know, getting injured, then Carson yep. and Ray Phoenix took it off him, and then Cassidy gets it back. Do you think they're going to course correct and go back to Moxley, or is Cassidy going to continue the second reign? See, I think they've done all they can do with Orange Cassidy as international champion. I think maybe time to get to Moxley and let him just have a, a run doing some open challenges and wrestling all the people he wants to wrestle. Well, hey, I mean, if you mentioned open challenges, I would love to see him versus Sammy Callahan in an open challenge. That'd be, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, just don't stick on Rampage. Stick on Dynamite, please, or Collision. <laughs> Obviously, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, are going to be against, well, obviously, sorry, the Young Bucks versus Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho. Yep. Obviously, the stipulation here, if the Bucks win, Kenny and Jericho can never tag, ever, again. Do you think that's going to happen? Uh, I, think, I think that probably could be the way to go. I, I, I never really understood why they're just kind of smashing Kenny Omega and Jericho together. But I feel like it'd be... Maybe it'd be funny to see them tag Miller. Kind of, they bounce off each other, kind of comedy-wise. Mm, hey, fair news indeed. Now, obviously, we mentioned the tag team titles there because it's going to be LFI versus FTR versus Kings of the Black Throne versus Big Bill and Ricky Starks. And this has been added to be a ladder match as well. Oh. I don't know. Are the Hardys going to run in and just make sure it's <laughs> over the place? But I want to know, do you think Ricky and Bill are going to keep on going or one of the other teams going to take it off and start? I think, I think, Rick, I think Ricky and Bill will keep it going. There has to be a reason of they've won the titles, it must be leading to some sort of big feud with them, with them and somebody else. I mean, who knows, maybe Ryan Nemeth and Nick Nemeth are going to come in and take the belt off. That would be, that'd be good, but I don't, I don't know. I think, I think he's still got a couple of, couple of months left on his, he's not complete. Ah, 
pesky no compete clause. Really <laughs> on so you can't have that in the universe mode. No pesky no compete there. And also, we did kind of touch upon this match. It's going to be Adam Copeland staying, Darby Allen versus Nick Wayne, Luchasaurus, and Christian Cage. I'm pretty sure you feel Adam's going to take the win with his team or Christian Cage. Hey, I, no, I, I feel like Christian could, should probably win. He's the, he's the TNT champion still. I feel like that should be like have him pin edge or something that can lead to a singles match. Maybe Ooh. cheats a wee bit. Chicanery, 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 buddy. Now, obviously, I this sh- is a match that I'm very, very excited for. Even above the world title, may I say so myself. Hangman Page versus Swerve Strickland, Texas Deathmatch. Well, yeah, that'll be really good. Hangman seems to thrive in these kind of no, no DQ matches. Well, cowboy shit, my friend, it's the yep. best way to go in life. Do you feel Cowboy Shit will be running wild, or will Hangman be reminded that this is indeed Swerve's house? Well, I, I think Hangman, Hangman will win it, but it'd be nice to see Swerve win it. He's kind of he's getting really like popular these days, and he's doing really good stuff on TV. So it'd be good to see him win it. But I think Hangman probably will take a W. Right. I mean, hopefully we could get a trilogy of this at World's End and end the year and absolutely. That'd be good. I mean, I'm just. If you have a third match, I can't even imagine what would be the next thing to go above a Texas death match. Barbed wire death match, exploding ring death match, maybe an in a lake kind of death match. <laughs> just, Where'd you go from there, Nathan? If just have, just have them have them joust on cowboys. Like as. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to make bloody Jim Cornette have a stroke or something, man? Come on. Oh, Jim Jim Cornette, he can he can day one. I'm second hearing Jim Cornette complain. <laughs> Well, they, they complain to complain, my friend. And also, MJF, JY, World Championship, MJF retain, right, buddy? Yeah, definitely. I don't, I don't see MJF losing that bit anytime soon. I don't think it should either. Well, the reign of terror continues, and then this whole bidding war of 2024. Come to CPW. Come to CPW, MJF. Come to CPW. We'll have to pull out the old check right there. Let's get that. Nice. We'll Can give you 50 quid and a Tesco. <laughs> I, that's, I, I think that's good. That's good Tesco, Tesco meal deal and you get an extra drink on top of it. That's the oh, that's that's incentive. Well, <laughs> you were really going out here. But only with Full Gear as well, Tony Khan has said that there's going to be a contract signing, someone that the AW fans are familiar with. People have said Monet, some people said Osprey, some people even said Vikingo. Nathan, who do you think is going to be signed with AW? I think, I, I think, I think it's Will Osprey, surely. He's a massive part of all in, like especially leading up to that. The stuff he was like the promo battles he was doing with Jericho, and then the match itself was was amazing. So I think surely it's it's Bill Osprey. That'd be interesting. I mean, he's technically still signed with New Japan until the new year. Did something happen? Have we had a bit oh, of a chicanery going true. on with contract? I, I I completely forgot that he's still signed with there. So I don't know. I have no idea who it could be actually then. Mercedes, I think she's still injured as well, so I think that's, that's another one that, unless she signs and just says, oh, I'm going to wrestle at this point in the line. Mm, maybe it's even Marie. <laughs> uh, I'd love to see Twitter after that. I'd love to see it. Yeah, I think I would just put my phone in a lockbox and be like, yeah, I'll leave that too. <laughs> no. Obviously, you know, you are a wrestler yourself, Nathan. And obviously, I want to propose a situation to you. Say, all in next year, you and the pack are down there. <laughs> He's having a good old laugh. Say, Tony Khan gives you a wee call and says, right, I need the pack on the card. You know, 
I've, I've had so many exoduses to NXT. I'm <laughs> I need you guys to have a wee match for me. And I want to know if you have to pick somebody on the AEW roster for you and the pack to go against, who would you like to fight? So a, a four man team. Um, a bad luck, Blackpool Combat Club. Gives a, gives a stadium stampede type of match. I feel like we'd thrive in that with all the govern street fights we've had to do. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh. oh, I mean, I can fully see you guys running out the stadium in a spoons and just fighting each other. <laughs> I'd love to see that. I'll, I'll be happy with that. Just don't spill my purple rain cocktail, right? I love it. <laughs> I like to be refreshed and I'm happy. That's what I love in life. But obviously, as well, you know, I think with Scotland as well, it's. It is truly, I want to say maybe even back to the level it was when ICW was at its peak. Yeah, but I'd say so. And also, you know, TNA came over, they did their gut check as well. They did their little shows as well in the Glasgow, and, you know, WWE bringing house shows over. Yep. Do you feel like 2024, Nathan, for Scottish wrestling is going to be maybe the biggest year of it? in ages it definitely definitely could be just with there's so many companies that are just doing amazing things that there, there's no way that we're not going to get bigger and better i know specifically for community pro we are the, the people that are coming to do their shows the people anybody that does their shows they're, they're asking like when they can can come back and stuff mm-hmm. like that uh, there's just always scottish wrestling is one of the best wrestling communities in the world i think there's just so much good wrestling there's such a mix of what wrestling no matter what wrestling you like if you go to a show you're probably going to see it yeah, very true indeed my friend obviously you know with governor anniversary coming up as well eric young's coming over you have his yep. first ladder match the women there's a women tournament going on as well that i know previous guests of the show nicole jasmine's in as well and are they believing are they crowning that at the governor anniversary or i think so i think so yes i probably should know that that's been crowned if it's been crowned there or not but i think i think that's been crowned there at governor anniversary well, I mean, it just shows so many great things are going on. So I want to know, Nathan, as well, maybe TNA can maybe do a partnership with Community Pro and we can see maybe... I'd love that. Over. Well, they did, they, TNA did use our ring for gut check. If I, I don't know if that's public knowledge. I may be leaking something here. TNA yeah. did use our... Ooh, exclusive. So can I, I, can I buy this ring? Can I have some memorabilia for my studio? I mean, I'll, <laughs> I'll take a pillar. I'll take a pillar. Hey, I'll take a nail. I'll take a nail. <laughs> we'll have it. Laminate, not laminated in acrylic. Well, I'm just saying, look, wrestling history. I love a bit of history. I'll have them take uh, it. TNA, um, they, they, they done the gut check and where we train as well. So that we moved it down to a bigger hall, but it was in the building that we train in and that the Governor Versailles Night One is going to be it. Yeah, I'm taking a nail. I'm taking a nail. <laughs> <laughs> Under the ring during the, during the half time, just try to unscrew something. Yeah, you're just going to see some guy in jeans and Converse with a suit on just like, yeah, give me two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. <laughs> yeah, that is in the pocket. eBay, contact me. But obviously as well, we're going anniversary. I did mention, you know, obviously Eric Young coming over. You've got Santino Morella coming in January yeah. as well. What other TNA stars do you want to see come to CPW? Uh, I'd love to see Brian Miles. I feel like he's a, a really underrated wrestler. I, I really enjoy I really enjoy seeing when he pops up somewhere. I just remember, like, the when he was dead and stuff, he was like right over edge and stuff. That's the first time I saw him, obviously. But it'd be, it'd be cool to see him come along. Ah, oh, yeah, I mean, where Brian Myers goes, maybe Matt Cardona will Yeah, him. I'd love to see him as well. Um, he can bring his suitcase with his 40,000 titles that he's won. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that will go against, like, British Airways baggage limit. But I mean, probably. <laughs> probably extra fee for that, so he can be absolutely fine. But obviously, you know, the new year's coming up as well, my friend, 2024. 
And I want to know from yourself, if you could picture what CPW looks like in 2024, what would you want that to be? I, but we're just getting bigger and better. Every, every show is compl- is packed out. We're, we're doing we're running new venues and stuff every like every second or third show. It's always it's just we're always getting bigger and better. The matches are always just getting getting better. I'd love to see obviously more titles are getting added into the mix. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see where it. I, I don't know exactly where it's going, but I just know it's getting bigger. Sky's the limit for us. I'd like to see a, a somebody, somebody wants to use a streaming deal, some fight, fight TV or something, want to come and put us on, put us on somewhere. Ah, come on, mate. Get BBC Scotland on the. Ah. Come on. Think about it. You can watch your EastEnders, then you get your CPW, then you have Doctor Who afterwards. You'll be absolutely. That's a, that's a prime spot, so it is. <laughs> oh, Saturday nights are ready for fighting, so you'll be absolutely having a blast. Right before Doctor Who comes on, have Ravy, same bite of the crowd, and then Doctor Who starts. <laughs> How can a Saturday night get you? <laughs> I mean, I'm saying it right there, but but obviously, Nathan, it's been a pleasure having you here on the Soul Sessions. But before we wrap up, a little question for yourself, my friend. The pack is a very strong unit, indeed. You guys are yep. doing very well. But I want to know if you could maybe bring in another, say, two individuals from the Scottish wrestling scene. Is there anyone you got your eye on? Well, we've had we've had somebody. He's, he's helped us out in a couple of matches. Uh, Thor and Fair, mate. He's He's helped us out in a couple of matches, and he uh, was recently on in Belgium. Had had a match, so he's a, he's a he's somebody I'd like to see. Maybe have the tag team of Rex and JTT tag team of Thor and Nathan Oliver. It's maybe something I'd like to to visit in the future. Well, very interesting indeed. And is there anyone else? You know, maybe a woman you like to introduce to the pack? Uh, I I don't know. I don't know if there's any women that really that would really fit with us. Maybe need to find some find somebody in the depths. Mm. Find somebody brand new. If we're going to introduce some women, can take over the take over the women's division CPW. Oh, you can have your own Rhea Ripley like Judgment Day, buddy. Uh, that's, that's something that'd be good to see. I feel like we have the, the the Judgment Day of CPW. We just interrupt everybody and fight uh, fight end. Oh yeah, well, who's going to be Dominic? That's the question there, buddy. You need to I think I'm stuck with that with the mullet here. Oh no! Quickly get the man to the barber and get him an think, I Think I'm stuck with it. <laughs> yeah, you need spikes, Mohawk. Then you're uh, no, I'll swap. I'll swap hairstyles completely. <laughs> <laughs> the way to go, brother. It's the way to go. But Nathan Oliver, my friend, it's been an absolute pleasure having you here on the Soul Sessions. But and obviously, what I do with every guest, if people have heard about you and they've loved what they've heard about you on this show, where can they see you in 2024? Uh, CPW is probably the best place to find me. That's uh, I've only branched out to a couple other promotions, but it was only that one-off things. But CPW will be the main place to see me. Hey, fair news. You've heard it here first, folks. And I know in this day and age, people are lazy. You know, you can't be bothered cooking a meal, so you Uber eat it. You know, you want all your stuff now, so you'll get Amazon Prime. And you, you'll just be lazy as anything and get someone else to do the stuff for you. So I'm going to have Nathan Oliver's Instagram link of the description of this video. You can click on it, follow him, see his journey of him and the pack taking over not only just CPW, but the whole Scottish wrestling scene as well. Well, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in for another episode of the Soul Sessions. I would say the whole YouTuber stick, but you know, it's been around since 2005. Uh, <laughs> I really need to, I'm, like, I'm not going to be that cringy kind of Logan Paul LA guy. I'm not gonna <laughs> I will fight the system. I will not say that stuff until I'm six feet under. And uh, well, hey, thank you folks for tuning in for another episode of the Soul Sessions. Thank you very much, mate.